Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Throw out that March Madness bracket and forget about the picks that you got wrong. It is time for some tennis. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the American Tennis Podcast, where we are going to talk all things American tennis here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Justin Thompson, glad to have you here along with me. We're going to be focusing primarily on American tennis in this podcast, highlighting the professionals on tour, college tennis, and even some American junior tennis. Now, tennis is a very international sport, so of course we're going to talk about other players, not just Americans. Inevitably, Americans will be playing other players, there will be headline stories that involve other players, but this podcast is primarily to focus on our American tennis players. So, I'm looking to give you all the tennis content you want with a mix of recaps, analysis, guest interviews. Feel free to comment. Let me know what you guys want to hear. I want to do this show for you, what you all want to listen to. For today, I'm going to keep it a little bit shorter, just a little introduction podcast. Let's get right into it. Like I said, professional tennis is considered an international sport, and rightfully so. There are top players from all around the world. You look at Serbia, Spain, the United Kingdom, Canada... Anywhere you point on a map, really, you're going to have top tennis talent from anywhere. But right now is really, for lack of a better term, a golden era for American tennis. We have, on the men's side, 10 players in the top 100 in the world. That's more than any other country in the world. Now, on the women's side, we have 13 U.S. players in the top 100. Very impressive. For right now, to focus on the men, like I said, 10 players in the top 100 in the world extremely impressive. The next highest country, I believe, has seven. So the Americans are doing really well, and that hasn't always been the case in years prior. American tennis has actually struggled a lot, so this is a really exciting time to focus on the American aspect of tennis. They're playing very well. You have the established men on the tour, like John Isner, you know, the big serving 6'10 player who went to Georgia for school. We have Sam Querrey, these guys who are over 30 years old, and they've established themselves as top players on the ATP tour. What I find the most exciting, though, is you look at the top 100, we have three Americans who are 21 years old that are in the top 100 in the world. That is insane. Francis Tiafo leading the charge. He's top 30 in the world, right now ranked 30 in the world. Great story, great player out of Maryland. You also have youngsters like Taylor Fritz, Riley Opelka, plenty of other young prospects on the horizon that are going to be coming up. Then you have your other tiers that are in their late 20s, players like Dennis Kudla, Tennis Sandgren, Bradley Klon, great players in their mid to late 20s, top 100 in the world, great players. So it's just an exciting time to be focusing on American tennis, and that's just on the men's side. On the women's side, you obviously have Serena Williams, who is just, without a doubt, the best player on the women's side who has ever picked up a tennis racket. It's incredible. You have her sister Venus, who is great. You have Sloane Stevens. You have Madison Keys. And there's a whole other rank of American women who are coming up through college. Danielle Collins out of Virginia. Of course, you remember her. She had a great Australian Open. So just a really exciting exciting time for American tennis. I hope you guys all are as excited for this as I am because I just think it's going to be great. Shifting to college tennis, um, there's a lot of talent in both the men's and women's game, really. The men's side, USC is ranked number nine in the country. UCLA is ranked number 13 in the country. University of San Diego, a little bit of a surprise. They're actually top 30 in the country. They're a small school, but they're doing really well. And then Cal Berkeley rounding up at number 46. So they are top 50 in the country as well. So that gives you four California teams that are ranked in the top 50 in Division One in college tennis. Very impressive. On the women's side, you have UCLA, USC, and Cal Berkeley all in the top 25. So 
as you can see, USC and UCLA are just powerhouse programs, which is cool for me being a host on Believe because they are LA's number one podcast network. So we're hoping we can get some guests, coaches, tennis players on the team, athletes from those schools to shed some insight on their experiences, what it's like to be a part of those esteemed programs. We want to give you guys great content and what better way than getting those players and coaches who have participated in those elite programs to share their experiences with all of you. For right now, I want to look ahead to next week on the Pro Tour. On the men's side, the U.S. Men's Clay Court Championships are getting underway in Houston, Texas. Fun fact about this tournament, it is the only ATP World Tour event in the United States that is played on clay. Kind of a cool fact. Anyways, as you would expect, some good American talent will be competing in the tournament. You have the youngsters, Riley Opelka, Taylor Fritz, Mackie McDonald from UCLA. Good youngsters playing in the tournament. You also have the more established names. Sam Querrey's playing it. Even Steve Johnson, the USC standout who's been on the tour for many years now. He actually won this tournament last year, by the way. He's playing in the tournament. He's the number one seed again this year, looking to defend the title. Last year, the tournament was honestly just incredible tennis. Um, half the draw was comprised of American players, so predominantly American event, as you would expect here in Houston, Texas. Um, Steve Johnson beat John Isner 7-6 in the third set in an amazing quarterfinal matchup. Taylor Fritz, he beat Jack Sock in three sets to set up a match against Johnson. Steve pulled it out 6-2 in the third to advance to the final, where he beat fellow American Tennis Sangren 6-4 in the third set, took home the title. Like I said, I'm sure he has the same hopes to replicate that this year. So hopefully this year the event will be as good as last year. If you're in the Houston area, make sure you make your way out to the River Oaks Country Club for some good tennis. We'll actually take a look at that draw right now just to see what matches we have. Um, defending champion Steve Johnson, as you would expect, he's the one seed in the tournament. So he's going to have a first round bye. He'll be playing either somebody who qualifies, the qualifying events I should tell you, those are going on this weekend, so they have a whole qualifying draw. If you win both of your matches in the qualifying draw, then you get an entry into the main draw. So for this tournament, there's going to be four players that make it through the qualifying rounds, and then they get to play in the main draw. All the top players, they don't have to worry about the qualification rounds because they're just already in the tournament. So Steve Johnson is probably going to be playing Paolo Lorenzi. Good player out of Italy. He's a grinder. That'd be a good match, but if Steve's on top of his game, he should be fine. Um, looking down the draw, looking for Americans, Bradley Klon right down there. So that could set up a round of 16 matchup for Steve. That would be fun to watch. Um, just after that, next section of the draw is Riley Opelka, the youngster. He's a four seed, so he'll get a first round by as well. He'll have a few, uh, few easier matches that you would expect him to get by. Um, looking past that, Dennis Kudla. This is the match that really actually interests me. Dennis Kudla, the young American, versus Bernard Tomic, the feisty Australian. They play first round, and that is a great first round matchup. That's one I'm going to be keeping an eye on and really want to see what happens in that one. I believe they will square off on Monday. So that one will be fun to watch, and I'll make sure to highlight that match and bring you the results from that one. Looking down, Taylor Fritz, the five seed. He plays the Spaniard, the grinder, Marcel Granollers. Um, that should be a good match as well. Below them, you have Sam Query playing fellow USA countryman Bjorn Fratangelo. That should be a good match, um, one you would expect Query to win, but a good match nonetheless. Just below that, Guillermo Garcia Lopez and Noah Rubin, another young American. He got the wild card, so he didn't have to go through the qualifying rounds. He just got the wild card to get straight in. Noah Rubin, good player out of New York. 
the aforementioned Tennis Sangran right below there. He's playing Janko Tipsarevic out of Serbia. That should be a fun wa- uh, fun match to watch. Good one to keep an eye on. Just below that, after that, Sangran will probably play Cameron Nori, the three seed, if he gets by that first round. So tough match for tennis there. But he was in the finals last year, so he's capable of playing well there. That'll be a good one to keep an eye on as well. Just below that, Mackie McDonald, the sixth seed. This is one to keep an eye on. He plays a qualifier first round who you would expect him to get by. And if he gets past that in the next round, he'll either be playing Ryan Harrison or Ivo Karlovic, the big serving Croatian. Now, Ryan Harrison's a fun story. He's an American who's been on tour for a while. A lot of talent, very talented. Never really got quite up to the ranking that I'm sure he was hoping for, but he's right there on the verge. He'll be trying to break through. McKenzie and him are actually playing doubles together in this tournament. So if Mackey wins his first round and Ryan Harrison wins his first round, then they will be playing each other in the round of 16. So that should be a fun one to keep an eye on. Speaking of doubles, the Bryan brothers are in the tournament. They are the number one seed. Um, They always fill up the stands. Great to see the Bryan brothers in the tournament. Like I said, if you're in the Houston area, make your way out there. I'm going to check and see if that's on Tennis Channel, and I'll let you guys know by the end of the podcast if that's on there because hope a tournament like that that's an ideal candidate to be televised for the tennis channel so even if you're not in texas you're still able to keep an eye on it still able to watch it i'll flip over to the women's side really quick because there is a tournament going on in charleston south carolina right now it's the volvo car open there were some good matches it's going to be finishing up tomorrow actually um sloan stevens was the one seed she uh, she did about how you would expect. She got through easily to the quarterfinal and got upset by fellow American Madison Keys, who's been playing some really good tennis, actually. That was a close match. Madison pulled out the first set 7-6. Sloan battled back 6-4 in the second, and then Madison just outlasted her 6-2 in the third. So she is playing Puig today, Monica Puig, actually, in the semifinals, and then that finals will be taking place tomorrow. So that's one to keep an eye on, but... The American women did well for themselves in this tournament. Obviously, Keyes advancing through to the semifinal. Um, the other women doing well. Danielle Collins was in this tournament as well. Like I told you, she was the feisty player out of University of Virginia who had that great Australian Open run. She actually lost to Puig in the quarterfinals. Otherwise, she would be playing Puig. Uh, I'm sorry, she would be playing Keyes in the semifinal. That would have been fun. Looking at other aspects of the draw, Caroline Wozniacki, the five seed, she's in the tournament. Um, She got through as you would expect her to, so she's in the semis. So potentially a Madison Keys-Wozniacki final would be exciting to see. Um, We'll check the results as those come in, and we'll keep it posted for you guys so you all know what's going on. But could be a good final tomorrow in Charleston, South Carolina. Aside from that, you have that men's tournament in Houston to keep an eye on this next week. We will make sure to highlight all of that for you on the next podcast, bring you everything that happened. Should make for some great tennis. I really hope so. But until then, thank you all so much for listening to the first show. I hope you all enjoyed it, got a sense for what this show will be about. If you want more, feel free to subscribe. We're on all your favorite platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeart, anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on social media. If you want to advertise on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. By the way, Tennis Channel has you covered. If you're not in the Houston area, you can watch all of those Clay Court Championship events live starting at 12 o'clock on Tuesday on the Tennis Channel. Of course, we will be highlighting all of those matches for you here on the American Tennis Podcast when I join you next. Until then, watch, keep an eye on the matches. Let me know what you guys think of all the tennis going on. 
Thanks again so much for listening, everyone. I look forward to talking to you all again soon. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.